What is up, everybody? This is another one. Her usual. usual. <laughs> Fun fact number one 40% of women would consider breaking up with their boyfriend if their friends didn't like him. Well, why do you think that? It means that we, we value our friends' opinions. So it's hard to like say, oh, what you think of him doesn't matter and what he thinks of you doesn't matter because you have to respect everyone's opinion. But also it's usually you will respect their opinions more just because they know in you for a longer time. You value your friend's opinions because you can count on their opinions because they've known you for a long time and they know who you are, hopefully, and you've been able to be real with them. So hopefully they're real with you and give you advice according to what they think. But also at the same time, now that I'm thinking about it and saying this out loud, I wouldn't want someone to just give me that kind of an opinion and say, well, you shouldn't be with them. I think the whole, at the end of the day, your, your own opinion and your own feelings and, and have that connection for is what you need to go with. Yeah. So yeah, 40% and versus 60%, like you're saying, if that's accurate, makes sense. So you would agree with that statement? Yeah, I, I think like, okay, of the hundred times, or okay, maybe that's extreme, a hundred guys that I'm seeing, of the 10 guys that I'm seeing, like four of them, I might consider dropping because my friend said so. Like that's probably possible. But in reality, that doesn't happen. You usually seen one or two guys. Yeah, but if we're putting it in a like more, you know, digestible proportion, I would say like, out of 10 guys, I would probably just like throw away four of them. And then consider the remaining like on my own will. Like, I don't know, maybe, who knows? Like, I, I think my uh, friends' opinions matter to me a lot. And hopefully they're people that I can trust as good human beings and they have like my best interests at heart. But in the end, I, I could be like, okay, whatever. I don't really care what you say because this is how I feel right now and I need to and at the end of the road you still like ending up with this guy because the you know your friend had said so in the past but you don't know until you get that to that point you're like yeah you're right I should have just like cut it off when you told me I should have but but do you think your friends see something in the guy like they will see red flags before you even get to see them later in in relationship like I mean, I'm sure we'll get into this sometime in the future, but yeah. like being in like um, an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. like you know when words can be abusive and you know when physically it can be abusive. But like I- I've been in a relationship where I kind of justified his actions. And so I feel like that's going to be for another day, another topic, but you don't really know it when you're like so deep in it yeah that's true but you know it's I know I mean probably the 
like at the end of the day, you're gonna have to make your own decision, and you have to be okay with with whatever happens. Well, welcome everyone to episode eleven. Eleven, oh, and goodness. we are here. We have no guests today, but we're gonna continue our conversation about friendship. Fun fact number two. People with stronger friendships have the greater ability to communicate strictly through facial expressions. <laughs> I was thinking about that a lot, actually, because the weirdest thing, I have friends that I can tell exactly if they're happy or unhappy or they like something or dislike something just by looking at their facial expression. And there's some friends that I, I'm trying to read their facial expressions, but I'm apparently I'm not getting right. <laughs> so I'm trying to understand, do I actually, is that a friend? If I can't read their facial expression, does it mean that I don't know them? Or are they just really good at keeping poker face? think so i mean everyone when you are really like when you hanging out with someone for a very long time you know them you know you know all aspects of their life you kind of get the vibe you can tell i just feel like i have hard time reading some people that's maybe because you're not as close as you think you are so are you saying that you are pretty good with reading people that are very close to you um, if I'm paying attention, yes. Okay. Sometimes if I'm not, then I'll miss it. Or I just won't care at that moment because you're preoccupied with something else. And then you realize, okay, maybe they've been upset about something or they're sad about something. Then mm-hmm. you kind of like come back and you're like, oh, shoot, like I should find out what's going on because I don't want to leave it that way. I'd still want to talk about it and be like, hey, like, are you okay? Or, you know what I mean? Like, how's your day going? Like, I think that kind of helps even the little chit chat. Yeah, but um, if you compare your relationship with your friends and your significant other, do you think you are better in reading your significant other? other than your friends because you spent with him so much time like you kind of lose that ability to read people if you don't spend enough time with them you know what i'm saying right yeah that's that's what we're saying like it you just don't know them enough to make that judgment on how they feel like you couldn't tell the difference right now because you don't Mm -hmm. know them very well anymore even if you did in the past like things change right Mm-hmm. So, what you would have thought would have been a reaction, maybe they are not reacting to it that time. Same with same with like significant others. Like if you had a partner, yes, um, yeah. I I'd say that I'm what my partner is feeling, mm-hmm. just by like looking at their face or lack thereof. Sometimes they're like not you know, they're avoiding eye contact or something, then you know something's wrong. Uh, 
like while we're out in social settings and stuff like you kind of know you kind of get like a sense of it and then you act accordingly either you you ignore it and you just do whatever you want or you be sensitive to what they feel and try to accommodate to make it better yeah I have a question for you sure I know like right now we have the election day coming up soon and with all the debates going on like it's come to my thinking in my head because I've seen like so many like social media posts about different party views and I'm wondering like would you be able to be friends with somebody who has a different political view yes okay but I have also witnessed some people who actually didn't say exactly to my face, but they said it on like Facebook ad or Facebook post, I should say. They said, if you're supporting this particular party, you can unfriend me now. Like they literally <laughs> just said, you know what, I don't I don't care who you are. I don't, I don't care about what kind of relationship we have. I don't care about your values. But if you're supporting this particular political party, I have nothing to do with you. Like, I don't want to even have you as my friend on Facebook. That's crazy. That's, like, very hostile. I have plenty of friends that way, and I've definitely felt the tension from, like, different views. But I'm not going to let that become a barrier between your friendship. I mean, I I don't know. No, that's... I honestly don't even know, like, where you stand in your political party, so I guess we don't really know. (laughs) Do you want to talk about it now? you want to get down? Do you want to unfriend me? (laughs) No. Maybe I should be friends with that friend that you are being unfriended from. When you have a friend on Facebook, it not necessarily means that that friend is your close friend. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, you might have known them at some point in your life and they're still your friend on Facebook. You never talk to them. Oh, like one of those level one friends. Yes, I definitely form a very strong opinion about that person. After that post. After that post, particular post. It's it's really difficult to be friends with someone who doesn't want to be friends with you. That's in the end, right? Right. So I get I get what you're saying about all of that. But I think I don't really care about it because we're not friends. If I had a, my right. close friend tell me that, I think that would be heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. I think that's why a lot of people avoid talking about politics. Um, because some people just get so angry about it. And No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I would feel very angry about it. I will feel like, why would you even think this? Like, I'm trying my best to understand you, mm-hmm. but, like, facts are facts. So I'll, I'll listen to all the facts on both mm-hmm. parties, and I, I'll have to make a judgment call, right? Yes. So I'm definitely going to do that, and it might be, like, boiling inside sometimes, but you're not going to always react to it um, because that's, that's not necessarily that person per se it's just like a view so like your friendship shouldn't really determine it but I see how it can 
hinder some relationships like that because you just don't have the same like perspective like you know like when we travel we like to travel because we want to do like new things we want to eat like new like from new places but if you travel with a buddy that like don't want to do things like that then you kind of like fine I'm still friends with you but do you really communicate with them all the time? And do you always like talk about like food with them all the time? Like it's the common interest ends up being a little bit different overall. So I think naturally and gradually, maybe that changes. Yes. I mean, that's how you build your friendship, right? Um, Mm -hmm. So it's almost like more things you have in common, more things you share, similar things. That makes you more more likely to be a close friend with that person in the future or develop that close relationship. Mm-hmm. Right? That's how it started for us. Right. And who knows? Like, nobody knows if in the future that might change. Right, because what it all of a sudden... <laughs> yeah. Right, I'm like, I'm losing interest for traveling and you still want to travel. It's possible. I'm saying that's life, right? You lose a friend, you gain a friend. It's it's like if you don't have things that you used to have with that person in common, that's kind of like what breaks the relationship over time. I have to say that's for reality for a lot of people out there. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you, if you see your like, your married friends, right? You can't you can't have the same relationship with them anymore because if they have children and you single partying and you're still enjoying your life, you have pretty much nothing in common anymore. You used to have something in common, but right. not anymore. So of course you're gonna lose that friend as a close friend. It's, they're gonna still be in your life, but not to the same to the same to the the same extent. Um. But you know what I was reading online and that was interesting and I never thought about it, but actually there was a studies done to determine how long it takes from you to go from like meeting the person and becoming a close friend with that person. Do you want to take a guess how long it takes to become close friends? Um, are we talking hours or days? We're talking about months. Oh, months? Mm-hmm. Um, how about three months? You are right. So anywhere between wow. so anywhere between three and four months it takes for total strangers to develop a close relationship. Just pretty crazy, right? Cool. Um, however, there was another study done which was also very interesting, where they put two men in the same room for ten days. And then they put another two men at the same workplace. And they were just working together at the same place. After 10 days, they compared their friendship of the two guys who were working together and two guys who spent day and night in the same apartment. And guess what? The guys who were working together talked about their friendship as being casual and friends who actually spend more time together in the same environment they consider each other more like a close friend they have a better you know closer relationship well that's because you're in a work environment you kind of like naturally feel like you have to keep a professional 
you know, relationship. Right, but you also you don't get time to get to know each other, right? Because you are working. Right, that's kind of not fair. <laughs> I the experiment seems a little skewed, is what I'm saying. If it, I would I would believe it more if they actually. I thought you were going to say the opposite. I thought you were going to say, you mm-hmm. know, the those two guys who spent day and night together like got sick of each other and they lo- no longer <laughs> wanted to see each other. And then maybe the ones at work, they like grew a bond together because they were working on the same projects, maybe, you know, like talking crap about their bosses, like together, like that was like creating a bond. So I would have thought the opposite, but I guess, you know, your study is your study that you found. Yeah, I think even if you look at other relationship, we don't have to go too far. We don't have to even look at any studies. No matter how close you are with someone at work, if you don't have that time outside of the work, when you can really get to know that person, you don't develop that close relationship. Okay. At least that's how I see it. That's fair. Speaking of work, mm-hmm. do you think friends can do business together? Yes, of course. At the same time, I believe you have to be really clear on what is your business model? What do you expect from each other? What is your strength, strengths and weaknesses? And you have to define that early on before you start the business. Okay, but I think while we define those roles, you also have to define it to the point where it has to be a little flexible. You can't just be clear cookie cutter because it doesn't always fit like that, right? As business grows, the things that are needed and the logistics, you know, change and whatever the back end details would be and front end. So I think the people that decide to go into business together Mm -hmm. as friends have to take that with a grain of salt and say, okay, this is kind of where we're Mm -hmm. starting off. Maybe we can reevaluate where we are. But that's what's the hardest part. You know what I mean? Like, fine. This sounds like a great idea. Like, you have a great idea. Let's go on it. Let's, like, run with it. But when you get to a certain point, whether it's about money or, you know, like, relationship friends, like, that just, like, kind of pulls the, you know, the relationship apart. Um, And, like, you've seen, like, a couple of things, like, some other podcasters that happened that way. So, I, I agree. Um, right. Way to start I mean, business. it's also good to know that you and your friend on the same page. When you like, I feel like that clear communication that I always talk about is really important. Like, if you think I'm not doing my part of the job, I want you to come and tell me because I want to be able to produce result that you expect of me. That comes. That goes back to what we expect of each other as friends, as business partners, we have to be very clear and honest with each other. But we can only have five close friendships at the time. That was another part of the study. We can only maintain five close friendships. I think you can go exceed over an intimate friend. Yes. 
I think there's a hidden level of friendship, which is considered. Wait, you don't think intimate friend is your best friend? Well, that's the thing. Like, if you had to put somebody, okay, consider it this way: you're getting married tomorrow. Who are you going to ask to be your maid of honor? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Should I come back tomorrow? Well, I have uh, I have a few people in mind. I don't have one person in mind actually. Okay. I think you start off with maybe like a couple of good friends, right? And then you develop a really close relationship with somebody because yeah. you just click. You guys just click. You guys really just understand each other. You've gone through like hell and back together, mm-hmm. right? And then it comes to be that through time, things change a little bit. And once you get to that point, you have to decide how do you remain friends, right? We talked about this before. We have to make an effort. It takes more of an effort to be friends with your close friends because otherwise, like, you start losing that touch. And, of course, like, fine. Like, I've just reconnected with a friend of mine, like, yesterday, today. And it's, like, great. But... what we remember about each other before is not the same as what they are now. So once I start to get to know them now, it might change, right? How I feel about this person. You might feel, and somebody on the other end and the receiving end say that I end up getting married tomorrow. Who do I have to pick? If I have a couple of friends that I think would be most suited for, for one, traditionally, this person should not be married, right? As a maid of honor, you have to be single. And then number two, like, it just has sort of has to make sense for what you need, right? This person is technically supposed to support you like from start to finish. So even if you have a close friend, it might not necessarily be that that one friend or your best friend per se is going to be your maid of honor. You would want it to be, but you sometimes have to make that decision and say, hey, like, I really would like you to be. And as it, you know, to be considerate, you would want to tell them, like, I, I, you know that you're my maid of honor at heart. But because of these things that we need to do, I, you know, I feel like maybe it's going to be a little bit too much for you or you might not be able to um, fly out for some reason, like stuff like that. Like you have to give some kind of a reasoning before you just kind of like throw it at their faces and say, I guess that's kind of my thought. I don't know how any of the, you know, women listeners might feel about this. And if you've been married or if you have not, or if you're thinking about getting married, think about it. Like who would you consider your best friend and who would you put put that person in charge for your maid of honor role? And like, how would some other friends of yours might feel about that? Like, how would you reconcile that if someone might feel hurt about it? For me, in my brain, my brain mm-hmm. tells me I should choose this person. But the other people can, your other friends can think mm-hmm. about, they think maybe that you're considering them because they feel very close to you, but they don't know that you don't feel the same way towards them. Do you think that creates a little bit of confusion because we don't know where, mm-hmm. we don't, I don't think our friends know where they stand? Yeah. I mean, if it's, if the, if your 
friendship and love is not requited, then yeah, absolutely. People are going to feel confused and maybe a little hurt. And that's what I'm saying. Like, then you realize, oh, I guess we weren't that close after all. Or like, if there was no consideration, at least a conversation, then I, I'm not sure that I would be able to understand that. And I would just be like, oh, I guess I see how it is. You know, if that's, that's how somebody feels, I'm not going to try to force it. It's, it's supposed to be natural. Like, mm-hmm. you're supposed to be that person's number one. And if that's not the case, like, I totally understand that throughout life, you find new friends and you get close to people. But there has to be, in my head, that one person that I would always go to no matter what and still feel very comfortable. And that can change over the years because not just in my own head, right? it just happens because you grow apart, right? And you find somebody else and it's just like sort of natural. And, you know, like, okay, now I'm still single and like, say you get married and stuff like that, then maybe you'll want to find somebody who's more suited for you and your family like if you plan to have children or if you want to move to another state you want to find somebody close in the vicinity of you that's why I say it takes a lot of effort and work to stay friends because even if you do Mm -hmm. have different lifestyles if you are close enough friends then those things will still be interesting to you. And those things will still be uh, something you guys could cherish together. And especially like thinking of like your old memories, like, oh, do you remember when we used to do it this way? Like I'm doing it this way now. Like you can still continue to grow in different areas of, you know, your life. I remember the day when you got into a relationship and that's the day when I said our fun time is over <laughs> because you enter a different stage of your life and your priority was your relationship friendship wasn't your priority that time and and it took a while for us to kind of go from okay this is where I am and this is where you are and let's work together to find a balance but I do have to mention before this all happened Mm -hmm. I made a disclaimer of how for a few months I'm probably (laughs) going to be preoccupied and I wanted you to understand that because I was trying to make this long distance thing happen and Mm -hmm. also I feel like I felt the same Mm -hmm. um more recently (laughs) Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're ready to talk about all this, but you, I think you understand where I'm coming from also. Girl, <laughs> I can't, like... I can't be your one woman all the time. <laughs> I know we were pretty reckless out there. I mean, we can still do that on our girls, like trip out. We can still plan those things. I'm, I, we talked about that. We just never had a chance to do it. And and also, that's what bachelorette yeah, parties are for. So. Girls, to hey. choose your maid of honor <laughs> too early. Have your fun at bachelorette party and then come back and choose your maid of honor because you may never have a bachelorette party. 
<laughs> oh my yeah, gosh. That's like, let's, let's hope. Yeah, that's uh, for another topic. That's I'm not getting crazy. married first. <laughs> let's hope you're getting married first. <laughs> so you, you're going to be faced with that decision. Who are you going to choose? Well. <laughs> okay, okay. No pressure, no pressure. You know that. <laughs> but everyone, for real, you have to stay safe. Um, go vote. Please follow us on Instagram. Our handle is per usual. We are waiting for your feedback or any suggestions. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>